Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic Indie Creator interview. It's your Cape Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our new friend, Noel. We're here to break down Negative Space Comics Anthology and everything in between. But before we do that, welcome to welcome to the stream, man. How are you doing tonight? Uh, doing great. Uh, happy to be here. I uh, love talking comics, so thank you for having me. Yeah, this was literally probably one of the shortest notice uh, interviews I've said. I remember we were just talking yesterday. I'm like, hey, man, like, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, can we get you on? And you're like, let's run it. I'm like, let's go. I love the energy. Um, but Hell yeah. before we get too deep into the anthology, let's break down a little bit about who you are and how you got into creating comics. Yeah, so I've uh, been writing for for a while. Uh, I mean, I'll say the usual that most people say, right? I've been reading comics my whole life. And <laughs> I used to like write and draw my own little comics when I was like a seven-year-old kid or whatever it might be, right? I did all those things. Uh, got a little more serious in college, but um, in the last few years, I realized how much uh, fun I had writing comics. So I just mm -hmm. kind of like put a bit more focus into it, kind of started driving more at uh, this side of the writing than the screenwriting and uh, all that side. Um, so it's been uh, three, four years that I've like put some decent hours into it. And the last year, year and a half that I started putting some decent money into it uh, <laughs> for artists and stuff like that. And uh, man, I, some decent effort as well. This is uh, what we're, we're here to talk about, Negative Space Comics Anthology, which of course is a 150 page collection of 15 short comics. That is a such a doozy. Uh, how you know? How did you end up like transitioning from just creating small comics on little pieces of paper to this massive anthology? Man, it's really at this point. It's been about a year and a half since I launched Negative Space Comics, the competition side of things. Um, competitions have been like a kind of a norm in the screenwriting world. They mm -hmm. happen all the time. Uh, so when I realized that I getting into more into comic writing, I wanted to like just create something that I wish I had three years ago when I started getting into comics to try to like learn more yeah. about like the process and the behind the scenes and all that stuff. Um, so like this book all started uh, from day one of starting Negative States competitions. We we wanted to find like the the gems that were kind of like hidden and wanting to come out. The the aspiring creators, the the soon to be the huge names. We wanted to find all those people, um, and this book really is uh, about three four months in the making. When I just reached out to all past winners, past mentors, past finalists, and just said, "Let's do a book." Uh, our our mission is to get people mentorship through the competitions but um bigger than that it's really just to get people published and get people in the mm -hmm. comic book industry so if uh a year in we can say that we're actually publishing our own writers our own winners our own finalists uh, it was a dream so uh yeah ambitious first go at it but i think <laughs> it, it had to be big I mean, th this sounds like such a unique concept. So you run uh, competitions as well. Can you give us a little bit more what goes into that? Yeah, so we kind of figured out our structure uh, in the past few competitions where we want to run four competitions throughout the year. We want this to be really a staple in young creators uh, journey and trying to like learn more, right? So 
we have a competition that's kind of open to everyone. We're looking at screen uh, script writing in general, so 22 to 28 page scripts, um, any genre, any mm -hmm. writer, anyone that just like, wants to like get their comic out there. Uh, and then we have competitions that are a little bit more focused for underrepresented communities. We have a diversity competition that we call our spaces competition. And we have a women's only competition. Uh, just trying to bring more fresh voices and needed voices into the comic book industry. Um, our winners uh, don't just get like a little digital trophy that you can like put on your website and say, Ooh, I won something. Uh, you get legit hours uh, with mentors that are professionals. So we mm -hmm. get, we find three mentors per competition. You get an hour with each. Usually it's like our professional writer, professional artist, editor, publisher, uh, agent, something along those lines. It kind of helps you understand the behind the scenes and like the steps that you need to take so that your career goes to the next level. That's so um, cool that you incorporate like mentorship yeah. like that. I mean, what was some of your inspiration for like going as far as doing this? I like, I think doing the competition in itself is such an awesome way to kind of spotlight people, get their work out there, get more eyes on it. But to even go further and to incorporate like mentorship, like with, with people who are experienced within the industry, like that is like such a useful tool that I've never even really heard of. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like two-sided. Uh, I think getting to know and grow your community and grow your circle is important in comics, right? So we use Twitter, we use all these different uh, discords or whatever it might be to kind of like find your circle and find your, mm -hmm. your, your friends in all of this. Um, but let's be real, it's, it's helpful to like find that circle when the people that you're talking to have already made it, right? You start yeah, to learn yeah. from their experiences when they've been doing it for 15 years um, or 10 or five, whatever it is, they still have experiences that you can learn from. Um, that's a big piece to like what uh, I learned when I was like looking into like the importance of mentorship in aspiring anything, right? Not just comic creators or anything. Um, we can try to like hit the wall as hard as we can so that I myself experience every downfall that it takes to create comics. Mm -hmm or I can work smart and learn from people that have already gone through it and kind of help myself uh, climb that ladder. Um, and the other side is also that, uh, like I mentioned, screenwriting competitions are norm in the screenwriting Hollywood world. Uh, I, in my screenwriting, I've won a few, I've placed in a handful and- Let's go. Like I said, there was some that just kind of, yeah, there was some that just <laughs> gave me like a little badge and said, cool, you're a finalist, cool, you're a winner, whatever it is. And I was like, I felt good for 15 minutes and then kind of died out. Um, but there was one in particular that actually got me a meeting with a professional writer on a Netflix show. And I got to just pick their brains for an hour. And I was like, man, this was more like helpful to me and supportive to me. And I learned more in that one hour of talking to someone that actually went through it than mm -hmm. let's be real five or six of my college level courses that I took in screenwriting. So that's that's when I noticed how much mentorship and really getting to talk to someone that experienced it, uh, how helpful it is to your career. Yeah, I, I'm, and that sounds like it's pivotal. I mean, let's be real too, the experience. Um, I used to do door-to-door -door sales and they say what, like two years of that is like a, a four year, like equivalent to like business in college. Like, cause you learn like on the streets, like how, how to work it. And yep. um, there's things that you learn just doing it that, you know, a course isn't necessarily gonna be able to like teach you or replicate to you in, in a short period of time. 
Yeah, and and one thing also we I hear often, and I love I love the mentors that we have in our competitions. They're all they're all amazing. They all have their own experiences. They all are a super generous with their time and their knowledge. Um, but one in particular, Heather Antos, uh, senior editor at IDW, formerly at Marvel, all this stuff. Um, she she talks to us about um, how hard it is for a writer in comics to get their work in front of someone mm-hmm. right for an artist it's a visual right you can post it you can show it off um for a writer it's really hard for an editor for a publisher to read through a script sometimes you editors don't even want to do that because they don't want to get into like this murky like middle ground of like ideas getting stolen or whatever it is they just kind of stay away from reading scripts you know i didn't even think well, about com- it like that you know yeah, it's 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 definitely a worry for a lot of people. A lot of editors, publishers, they 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 sometimes stay away from that. That's why they read pitches instead of scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have all the right kind of like things in between our ed- our mentors and our writers, so that everyone's kind of safe when they're in this uh, reading stages. Um, so she always mentions how important it is because writers actually get a chance to have their work seen by professionals, which is rare. So when you do these competitions, like what are some of the, the critiques that are involved? Like what are you guys looking for when you are like choosing some of the winners? Oh man, we have, I spent a really long time breaking this down. Um, <laughs> so the, the most important part is that like, I'm not the one choosing, right? So yeah. uh, like, like I mentioned, I've been, I've been writing comics for years, but my name is not on a Marvel book, right? It's not on a big publisher's uh on the wall just yet um and i will say just yet we'll yeah just yet <laughs> some things are coming but um so the first the first part is getting our judges to also be professionals right so our judges are also experienced our judges are in the industry and our judges have been uh have made it if we want to call it that um when we break down kind of like going from semi-finalist to finalist to winner we have an entire breakdown of um it's like a hundred point uh grading rubric and it goes from what you'd expect uh when judging something like this which is like looking at characters Mm -hmm. looking at uh plot looking at how well written uh or how clean the document is right it's like if the document is actually like legible if you actually read it or if it's like just a bunch of a wall text that like you just like don't feel like looking at um and then it also looks at uh um the voice, it looks at the tone, it looks at the style, uh, it looks at marketability um, of like how it would actually do if it was out on a, in a comic book shop. So it looks at all these things. Um, all Each section is graded out of 10, you add all that stuff up and the judges are actually kind of grading that to see um, based on numbers alone, who is our winner. That's cool. I, I love uh, the reason I wanted to ask because I, I love hearing just how in depth it is. How many like different marks you have to hit? Um, because this seems like such a like like I like I said such a unique experience. You know to to be able to win, be be you know one of the winners and get some one on one time with pros in the industry. That is that's awesome. We have J Michael Miller over on YouTube stopping to say some great talent in this book, and then we have Oblivia over on Twitch stopping in to hype up the chat as well. So speaking of the talent, you know, can you give us uh, some of the people involved with this project? Oh man, uh, when I was trying to create like the bios list, it just mm-hmm. kept going on and on and on by just like <laughs> some amazing stuff and amazing people. Um, 
So originally we started with people that went through our competitions. Um, so th those are the names I know the best because uh, they went through our They're our winners, our finalists, our mentors, our judges. Um, that includes the three winners that we've had so far. Uh, Robbie, Rob Melendez, which was our first ever winner uh, a year ago. Uh, Mia Torres, who won our women's competition. Ace Hattissimer, I never know how to say their last name correctly, but uh, they were our student competition winner. Um, so the three of them are definitely in this book and they have some really cool stories. Uh, we have a handful of finalists like Sean Murphy and Kelly uh, LaCroix. We have Omar. Um, oh man, who am I? And then like we have obviously our mentors, right? So like we, we do also push like our established creators who are on this book. Uh, Brian Hawkins is on there, who right now has his story, The Vineyard, out on Aftershock, which is really wow. cool. If you're not reading it, you got to check it out. Um, we have Marla Isaac, who is an editor at TKO right now, was formerly at Image. Uh, Teddy Leo, who is an editor at Aftershock. So we have some like big yeah, people. Yeah, you got some here. big Justin people. <laughs> yeah, Justin Zimmerman, who's actually an Eisner uh, winner with the Love is Love uh, graphic novel a few years ago. So we have some really cool people on there that are backing from like the established creators. Um, but for the most part, I think it's nine or 10 of the creators uh, through our competitions are trying to break in, are trying to make it in comics, are trying to start their career in this. Um, and I think it's like six or seven of them have never been published before, but they've been- That's so cool though. They've been chosen by our judges, by our mentors. They are really amazing. They should be in comics. So getting them <laughs> published for the first time is, um, I, I, it warms my heart to be able to say that I get the chance to do that. You know, I we sim we share a lot of similar uh, mission statements. I would say, like for me, uh, like getting the opportunity to have creators of all sizes. You know, for me, I if you're creating a comic, I believe you have a voice, and that voice deserves to be heard. So that's like a big big thing for my show is like getting that opportunity for people who don't necessarily have that opportunity to go on other shows. And like, how many times I hear like this is their first show? Like, I eat that up. Like, I, I walk out the room and I'm barely able to get my head through the doorway sometimes. Like, I, I love it. I live for that. Um, so before we dive into the Zoop campaign, and which, by the way, guys, if you are watching, be sure to check this out. If you are unable to back, simply sharing that on Twitter, on Facebook, anywhere you can uh, helps a ton. Word of mouth is 100% free and it will help get as many mm -hmm. eyes on this as possible. So what does that process look like pairing writers to artists uh, with this anthology? So we had a handful of our writers who already had artist connections. So luckily, a handful of them live in Portland, so like they're so radic. Uh, <laughs> I was on a call with Sean Murphy the other day and he said, you can't swing a cat without hitting a comic book creator in Portland. Yeah. That's his expression. <laughs> I just found it <laughs> hilarious. Um, and so a handful of them had connections already. And so they had their artists, uh, they sent it over to me and Marla. So Marla Isaac, who is an editor at TKO, she's also um, co-editing the book with me. So the two of us are kind of like looking at all the stories, looking at all the artists, looking at pages, all that stuff. Um, so with a handful, it was lucky enough that they kind of 
made their own connections. Uh, the ones that had not been published before, right? So the ones that are like really, they're storytellers and they are love comics and they're getting into this for the first time, they didn't have connections. So we did our best to kind of use our circle through negative space. Uh, we put up a couple of blasts out there every few weeks, trying to find artists who we noticed uh, we're kind of in the same place. They also were kind of like grinding on Twitter, like showing mm -hmm. off their art. They have this amazing art, but they haven't had like the connection to like be able to get published or like get seen by whoever. Um, so that's when we were able to have some fun and we read all the scripts and kind of like be able to pair up scripts with the right artist. Um, me as a writer, I've, I would love to be an editor someday, right? So this is like the first chance that I get to like really show off that skill. I've, I used to run a school newspaper. I've done all the, all the editing work in other mediums, but in You're this world- you for this, right? <laughs> I, I, I love it and I have such a blast and like the pairing scripts to artists was probably like my favorite process. So do you have a story in this as well? I do. Um, the undoing well, this is, uh, I love this one. Um, first of all, Dennis Naniri. Uh, oh, I love he, Dennis, dude. He's uh, working with my dude, uh, Anas. He's, he blows my mind. Every time he sends me something, I literally, with the, when he sent me the first page, which is like the page that's on the Zoop campaign, I literally probably spent three days just staring at it on my phone. Um, this story means a lot to me. This, this is a story that uh, I wrote it years ago um it's all ready to be pitched it was just waiting for some art so i kind of wrote a little short story outside of this big uh series that i wrote um and got a chance to got lucky enough to get dennis to 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 do the art for it um and it all has to do with this boy who's kind of dealing with uh, a lot of death in his family and he finds this this well that um takes him back in time uh, and he tries to do everything he can to change the things that led to his family dying. Um, but ultimately, obviously, you can't bring back people. So it's all about a boy who's um, trying to deal with uh, grief and death. And Some heavy, heavy, heavy shit to go through as a kid, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, we can get into it, but obviously there's a lot of, that I bring in from my experience in this, um, which is why I love the story so much and why this one is so important to me. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but I posted uh, yesterday or two days ago, the little bearded dragon that's like the dragon that's in the story mm -hmm. is your dragon who was my pet as well. I, we lost <laughs> him a couple of years ago. Um, so Dennis is bringing him back to life in this story, which I love to see. Dude, um, I had multiple bearded dragons, uh, when, yeah. when, when my kids were just little and, uh, those things are so cool. I love how chill they are. Uh, when they would wave, um, that would throw a lot of people off. They were not expecting to wave or when you made it yeah. mad and it would just, it's beard would just violently get black. You would not expect that thing to change colors like it did, but those things can, and he would do it. And there was yeah. that, that nod thing. Yeah, I love. They were the yeah. Uh, Spikey dude. was the best. He so was my cool. Favorite. So cool. So uh, yeah, give it. You know, if you want to, you could dive into some of that experience. But if not, we can go ahead and just take this time and uh, go over to the Zoop campaign and check it out ourselves. So we are checking out Negative Space Comics Anthology, a 150-page collection of short stories from Negative Space Comics competition winners, finalists, mentors, judges, and more. Support this project to gain access to rare opportunities in the add-on section, including competition entries and one-on-one -on -one mentoring sessions with respected comic book industry professionals. Currently at $5,287 of a $9,000 goal with 79 supporters 
and 24 days left to go dude awesome this this is it seems like you guys are on fire right now yeah it's uh i, I love seeing support come in every day it it, it it just makes me feel so good i'm so ready to get this book out <laughs> yeah absolutely so let's go ahead and check out some of these uh rewards so you can get a pdf of the anthology for 15 bucks a physical print for 25 we have the retail bundle uh physical prints of five uh five copies for 65 and then the retail uh physical print uh 10 copies at 125 and then here are some of the add-ons as well so do you want to give us a little bit of a breakdown of some of these add-ons yeah definitely but right before i do that i do want to shout out uh andy williams andy the illustrator on like twitter and instagram he did our cover and i've loved his art for so many years mm -hmm. so i'm so glad to be able to work with him i love his style so i just wanted to shout out andy the illustrator he did our cover no, uh, i love it i love it so cool um but yes getting back to uh the add-ons and stuff like that so um since we're since we focus so much on our competitions and our mentorship we did want to find a way to like get those in there somehow um one of the things we want to make sure we do through negative space is to like be consistent with what we do so um we have already four competitions ready for next year uh if you get them through the zoop campaign you're paying less than you would um if you're paying for them throughout the year um our competitions usually have uh i think it's a 35 dollars next year where we're lower our cost for next year actually which is great 35 dollars for our regular deadline and 50 for our final like late deadlines mm -hmm. um if you buy it through here now anticipating that you're going to want to submit uh you can get it for a lot cheaper and keep that um even for the late deadlines um another one i'm excited about is like our, our pitch fest competition um that's one that uh, we get the most questions uh, from creators about how to pitch to a to a publisher and how to pitch to an editor. So we're gonna have an entire competition uh, that's solely based on pitches. That's awesome. um, and we're gonna have some really cool editors on there to review the pitches, um, and then it's gonna all end with our five type top five pitches actually presenting them live on a panel to editors uh, who will be able to critique and give notes live on those pitches. Um, so that's a new one for us that I'm super excited about that you can enter here now for cheaper. Um, Another cool add-on I think is uh, promoting a crowdfunding campaign. So what's this advertisement look like? 10 bucks seems like it's a steal. Yeah, it's super low. Uh, we're doing, um, I have a whole thing that I plan to send out to everyone and we're going to showcase it, I think in a newsletter later this week. Um, but it basically is like a week long promotion for your, your campaign. It's going to involve, um, newsletters it's going to involve our twitters it's going to involve um i guess i can probably say it here we do have a podcast coming out soon Ooh, let's go start. dude uh yeah so it's going to go on there as well so we have a couple different things that we'll be doing for you all for whoever does take this promotion uh, but it'll be a week-long promotion through us with a certain number of posts and everything um the mentoring stuff that's what i'm most excited about that's on here we have a lot of people that are volunteering their time mm -hmm. um which just goes to show you how generous these these people are um and they're you basically get the experience of what it, our winners are getting you get an hour or 45 minutes with some really cool professionals um it's all aimed to help you in your next step so that's why we have a handful of different people so we have a like brian and julio who are primarily writers in the industry right now um, Teddy and Marla, who are primarily editors, um, 
myself if anyone wants to just kind of hear a little bit about every aspect that I because let's be real in the last year that I get to talk to all these awesome professionals I'm learning a crap yeah well, yeah right? so <laughs> I have all this knowledge for myself um uh so yeah so those are all available there as well um and this week we will also be announcing some commissions and some prints coming out from a handful of really cool artists that we're going to put up on soup as well Dude, let's go. Let's go. So here is a little yeah. bit of the story as well. So Negative Space Comics is one year old. To celebrate, they are launching their first ever anthology featuring competition winners, finalists, mentors, judges, and more. Uh, writers were told to give us their interpretation of what Negative Space means to them, either as a physical thing, a concept, or a mission, and they took it and ran with it. So most stories are going to be uh, YA+, and range in genre from horror to romance, from fantasy to real life. So that's awesome, man. Congratulations on the one year. Here is some of the yeah, interior yeah. pages to, uh, you know, and, and what to expect. And uh, I love the different ranges of art. Like, it is so gorgeous to scroll through this and kind of just see, like, a lot of, like, varying degrees of just, like, different styles and techniques. Yeah, I was I was excited to, to not really give much uh, of, like, direction on the art side. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we had a little bit of say on some of the writers that needed to find artists, but... Um, everything's so colorful everything's gonna look so cool um, I love anthologies that kind of bring in a lot of different styles because that's what it should be it's every story should have its own style it shouldn't fit to like a, a box of like a template or something and like I love this right here like I instantly knew this was Dennis just because of like the colors and everything like I like I instantly scrolling I was like yep right there's Dennis like <laughs> there, there it is yeah, these are all gorgeous. And here is a look at the contributors as well. So a huge team of people involved on this. There is like so many individuals. Like, holy crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm excited. Actually, that bottom right corner uh, is really cool. The short comics competition winner. Uh, we're currently, uh, we're about to start the judging on that tomorrow, actually. Uh, um, that was our latest competition that we just ran. It was mm -hmm. a short comics competition. I think anywhere between like two to 10 pages or something like that. Uh, we got tons and tons of submissions for that one. And whoever wins that one and the finalist will be in a digital anthology that we're just gonna put out online for free for everyone. But the actual top, top winner is gonna be included in this as well. So the winner of that competition is literally just going straight into publishing. And then right here, there's just a list of everyone involved. So be sure, once again, right here is that link. Be sure to check it out. Uh, and, and, and you know, like I said, if you can't back, just simply sharing it, retweeting it, putting it on Facebook, anywhere you can. It's going to help to get the word out there. And uh, it's 100% free to do, you know. It's 100% free, and it's going to help get this project funded quicker and quicker. So here is some of the stretch goals as well. At 20K, we have the Negative Space sticker pack. 25K, we have the postcard set. And then at 30K, we have the Negative Space fund. So... Give us a little bit about this. This one sounds like a big one. Yeah, so I'll, I'll preface it. Actually, uh, I sent an update to Zoop today, uh, and they're about to update this because we ran through our numbers, and we actually were able to cut off 5,000 off of all those stretch goals because we want to get people more excited, and we'll be able to handle all of them if we have, like, uh, if we go back to, like, the, it'll be 15,000 for the stickers, 20 for the postcard, and 25, actually, for the, for the fund. Um, which we're actually super excited that we can actually cut that down and because mm -hmm. um, the fund is really what uh, will be a big one for us. Um, we, we understand that our competitions take money to submit to, right? Um, it all is for logisticals. We, 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 we have to pay for a lot of stuff on the, on the back end. 
Um, and even if we can make our submissions to our competitions as low as possible, um, some people still can't afford it, right? People have lives that they have to pay for. It's 100% understandable. Um, so if we get to this goal of 25,000, uh, the negative space fund will basically allow us to be able to um, open this up for anyone that needs to apply for help, uh, either discounts so or awesome. free submissions. Yeah, so it literally it will be a way that like um, any anyone that wants to get into comics, they don't need a single dollar. They just need a talent and a script. Um, and they can get out there. So it's if not we like can get to the stretch goal. You have like big names as mentors too, like editors, like people you would want to talk to and look at your stuff because those are the people that you're going to be trying to like, you know, essentially be selling your your, your comic to, right? Like, yeah. what better people yeah. judge your material? <laughs> exactly. And I, I can't, I can't, I can't say any names or any connections or anything as of yet, but things have happened through our competitions and we'll be, you'll see those happening and announcing in the next year or so. But like people that not even, not even just our winners, our finalists have been making connections with publishers and uh, things are in place. Uh, I wish I could say more about all. Dude, you're things, good. But... You're good. I just started getting into <laughs> you NDAs and everything. Calls. Exactly. Yes, I just started getting into it, and I tell him every time, like, dude, you need to have like a like a girlfriend clause, because like, you expect me not to tell my girlfriend about this stuff? Like, come on. <laughs> so um, I, I always, any conversation I have, I always say, "Yo, I won't tell a soul, but just know I'm gonna tell Alex everything." Yeah. She's my <laughs> I, I, there's no way I'm keeping it. There's, I'm not keeping anything. From her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this wraps up the Zoop campaign. Uh, all anthology stories are already in the art stage. So the uh, they spent August editing the stories. They expected inks to be ready by the end of September and color and letters by the end of October. So when the campaign ends on no uh, November 4th, it's going to take roughly about two to three weeks to finalize everything. Uh, aiming for December for printing. So that is awesome. So let me go ahead and ask you this question now that we are here. For mm -hmm. anyone that is on the fence about backing, what would you like to say to them directly to kind of help push them through that barrier? Oh, man. Um, it's just, like, it's just, I love the conversation that we've been having for the last few years in comics about needing more voices, uh, needing new creators, needing diversity, needing all of that. Um, it's so needed and it's so important and it's so engraved in like what we do at Negative Space and why we do it. This book is like a physical representation of that, <laughs> right? <clears throat> it's people that have ever tweeted that we need new voices in comics should be backing this because this is literally what we're doing for people um it's it's as much as i, I don't know if, if that doesn't sell someone i don't know what does people people's dreams are here um yeah people are excited for this people this is like gonna make people's careers um and like you said it's if if money's not the thing uh, my favorite tweet I saw recently was literally someone saying retweets are free. Like it's not, it's, it's all it takes spreading the word. Um, yeah. And just keep an eye out. We also have a newsletter, negative space comics.com slash newsletter. Mm -hmm. Uh, later this week, we'll be announcing a handful of more things going on there as add-ons. So if you want to be the first to hear about them, sign up and you'll, you'll get that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, 
Uh, I think I think what you guys are doing is awesome. Uh, this is this is a big thing, you know. This running these competitions, getting uh, creators in front of you know mentors like this. Uh, essentially, you're you're changing their entire careers uh, to to some degree, right? Like I think that is such an awesome thing in itself. And uh, backing this book helps continue that. It helps continue that for many years to come. And uh, it's new comic book day tomorrow, so treat yourself, right? Uh, so with that being said, we've come to my favorite part of the podcast. As much as this is a show where we really focus on you and your book, I always love taking a little bit of time to kind of ask a question for anyone who might be new into the scene or maybe even just struggling. So for anyone out there that is listening and having a hard time getting just started with their project, what type of advice would you offer them to kind of just help them like get motivated enough to start? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> the the, the small that. questions I, are always the, the, the hardest, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Um I can't remember who I was talking to recently about this and um, it was basically the idea that like this is something that anyone can do right um, comics comics there's there's a barrier to like when you're looking for artists when you're trying to like hit editors and do all that stuff but um, it's also super accessible to, to write and to tell a story and um, we all have stories. I, I feel like that's like a thing that um, we try to say wh whose stories are more important than others. But everyone, everyone really is. Everyone has gone through something. Everyone has a story to tell. And if you're not telling it, it means that someone else that might be going through it will never read about it and will feel good. feel alone. Um, yeah, and it's like we can we can kind of like wrap that back up to like what I was saying before my my story, right? So uh, I, I'll be honest about like what I write about is death and grief, right? I, there's, there are heavy subjects. My, my dad committed suicide when I was in high school, right? And I had no stories anywhere where I could actually go and like read someone's experience and feel like I was seen or feel like someone else went through it or feel like I might be able to get through this thing, right? Because someone else did. So I write stories so that someone else that shitty enough might have to go through something like that will have something to read to make them realize that they can also like get through it themselves um so if you ever feel like your your story's dumb or it doesn't need to be out there or whatever it is every story needs to be out there i feel like you someone needs it that like when you said there's gonna be someone out there who needs to read it that like in my head i'm like dude i need to start writing immediately after this is done like holy crap that was that was that was good that was motivating thank you thank you so much for swinging by breaking down this anthology and thank everything you. that goes into it i appreciate um the the quick notice too thank you that was you know we we just set this up yesterday yeah. and uh this was such an awesome talk man yeah i'm glad we did it uh i'm glad we did it this quick uh and the few that i listened to i knew it was gonna be fun so i'm glad i came <laughs> and thank you for having me absolutely everyone watching be sure to check out this and be sure to back if you're unable to back just simply retweet it sharing it on facebook twitter anything you can is going to help get that word out hope you all have an awesome tuesday night but most importantly guys keep it geekly